And lastly, I want to introduce our speaker this morning, our lead pastor, Charles. Let's invite Charles as he comes up. Thank you, Mike. Wasn't that wonderful? Just love the kids, and thank you, kids, for putting on a lovely play and just bring Christmas cheer to us all. And welcome to the river. It's great to have you. My name is Charles. I'm the lead pastor here, and you know, how many of you really love soccer? <laughs> Some of you have made a tremendous sacrifice being here and missing out on World Cup final, right? So thank you for that, and to make your sacrifice really worth it, I will now preach for an hour, <laughs> making you completely miss the whole game. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll shorten it. And... Uh, we're going to turn on the World Cup as soon as the uh, service is over, right on the big screen here. <laughs> so hang out. You know, you can catch the last 30 minutes, and we'll celebrate. There are lots of festi festivities planned. And so stick around. Let's celebrate Christmas together today. Sounds good? Yeah. I like Christmas. Christmas is fun, right? <clears throat> Yeah, doesn't everybody? <laughs> right, exactly. Thank you. There are gifts, right? Do you like gifts? Yes. The kids love gifts. You got lights. You got Christmas tree and Rockefeller Center. And New York City is pretty fun in Christmas time, right? It's a fun time. I love it. But not just for the festivities, but this message of God being born in a manger, right? Yeah, sorry, manger. In humble everyday setting, right? <clears throat> it communicates to us, right? Communicates to us that God is not just up there, just watching and judging and just looking at how well you do and scoring points. No, God is right here with us, sharing in our very human struggles, right? Being born uh, as a babe, you know, baby, right? Babe, baby, you know, it's the same thing. <laughs> you know, Jesus taught us that God is divine and we are the branches, right? That image tells us God surrounds us. We are, God is all around us. Like the Bible teaches us, we live and move and have our being in God. I love this imagery, that God is not just up there. God is the roots of us all, all around us, surrounding us from all sides, empowering us, embracing us, pushing up all the nutrients we need for life and fruit all the time, 24-7, whatever we need, hope, will, vision, and today I want to talk specifically about three things that God as divine can push into us, and that is creativity, companionship, and connection. These are wonderful gifts that can come from growing spiritually. Being awake to God's presence all around you can increase and broaden your creativity, companionship, and sense of connection. Doesn't that sound good? These are good gifts from God. First, companionship. Some of you may know this already, but I caught COVID three weeks ago. 
for the first time. I escaped it all this time, despite working in a church, you know, dealing with people. I got vaccinated five times. <laughs> and yet, it still got me. And it, wasn't, it was no joke, actually. I, I got pretty sick. You know, fever, the muscle aches, the, the just no energy. For the first, especially for the first couple days. Um, don't worry, I've been testing negative for more than a week now, so no longer contagious. It's been a while. But it was no joke, um, especially being isolated, right? You have to isolate, quarantine, and that felt very lonely. But what helped was I felt God's presence. Even though I was alone, I didn't feel lonely. Did you know that the name of the Holy Spirit, paraclete, literally means one who walks alongside you? That's the name of God. That's the identity of God. God walks with you. Isn't that nice? God doesn't necessarily protect you from diseases like COVID. It's like being a Christian doesn't mean you don't get COVID or bad things happen to you. Right? Things happen. God doesn't dictate and control every little thing in creation as if we are all mere puppets. Don't you think that would be so boring and meaningless if this was all just, you know, we're all just being controlled? Every little action is just rehearsed play? That would just make everything utterly meaningless. No, life has meaning. Your life has meaning. Every one of us has just such great meaning. Every day, every action, every choice we make. Because life can be unexpected and creative. It can be so colorful because God doesn't control every little thing like a rehearsed play. No. Rather, God walks with you in life, in sufferings, in hardships, in sickness and health. You know, that, that is actually the meaning of this nativity scene. That Jesus coming as a baby, suffering cold, hunger, desperate needs as a vulnerable human being. God shares in your struggles today. God knows because God experienced it all. God is with you in every cry, in every worry that you have. God walks with you in it all. So, you know, plug into that. Open your heart to cry out to God, you know. Let me know you are with me right now. Let me know what you are saying. Lift my spirit up. And something will shift in your heart. You will feel a difference. God's presence can come and give you more will, more hope, more vision, more um, of things you need to bear fruit, good fruit. So in that spirit, try talking to God as a friend, not just to keep thinking of God as this 
terrifying master up there. Jesus said, I no longer call you servants, but I call you friends. This is calling for us to change our view of God from master-servant to just friends. And what do friends do? They talk. They chat, right? That's like what friendship is mostly consists of, right? So try chatting with God. Now, this may come as something that could feel silly to you if this is new to you. Try talking to God. How do you know you're not just talking to yourself? You very well might be talking to yourself in your head, but that's okay. There's no law against talking to yourself in your head, is there? It's okay to talk to yourself, imagining you're talking to God. That's all right. Because, you know, if God is divine and we are the branches, if God is inspiring your own thoughts, actually, I mean, where does your thoughts begin and God's inspiration, be, you know, and I mean, it's not that clear, is it? The vine and the branches, can you tell where the vine begins and ends and the branches begin and end? I mean, you can kind of tell they are separate, but it's not that precisely cut and clean, right? So it's okay. What matters is the fruit, the result. If you try talking to God as a friend, what happens to you? That's what you should pay attention to. Does your life take on more hope, more will, more good fruits, more agape, love in your life, more creative possibilities that open up for you, inspirations? That's the second thing I want to talk about today, creativity. God is ever so creative. God creates things out of nothing. So that means even when you see nothing, even when you see no way out, you have no hope, that doesn't mean the end of rope for us. God can create things out of nothing. So some possibility may emerge for you, even if you don't see it right now. So we are never without hope because we are partners with God in creation, right? It's the branches that bear fruit, not the vine, right? Vine enables the branches to bear fruit, but it's the branches that bear fruit, fruit representing what actually takes place in reality. So we are the ones. We are never helpless victims that's just passive. Don't just wait for God to drop solutions into your lap from the sky. Prayer should be an active partnership with God to create something out of nothing with God as you pray. That's part of what it means we are made in the image of God. There is a divine spark of creative ability in every single one of you that can create things out of nothing. That when you get a vision, when you get inspired, you can go and with God's help, create what you want to see happen. Ask God to help you see better, broaden your creative envisionings. You know, ask God to open your eyes to what can happen. We are all creators, not just innovators and artists. You know, some of you are artists, right? And you create and that's what you're into. Some of us are like me, we're like numbers people. We just are not, we don't feel ourselves very creative. We just look at numbers. But 
we all have that innate creative possibilities because we are made in the image of God. Become more aware of that. Ask God this season to make you more of a creator. Let's see what happens. Interesting things could happen. May you all become more creative. Amen? Finally, connection. It's all about connection with God. God's plan for the fullness of time is to connect all things in Christ. All things connected in God. As in the image of the vine and the branches, all connected. And there are so many implications we can draw from this, but I just want to point out two things today from that. One is, we need to get better connected to our authentic self, and we need to work on breaking down walls of prejudice and bias. Just briefly, we need to recognize that all of us, every single one of us, have prejudice and bias in our heads. We are all consciously or subconsciously ranking and categorizing everyone, including ourselves, into who's cool, who's not, who's up, who's down. Remember junior high? Where just people, that, that just continues, guys. It just doesn't end, right? In uh, more perhaps subtle ways, but it goes on. It could be uh, wealth. It could be success. It could be how many followers you have on your Instagram account, which I have maybe five. <laughs> you know, just uh, my family maybe. So that's pretty bad. I feel a little sad <laughs> about that. But there are all these measures of worth, markers of worth. Everyone has some standard we use to rank and categorize people. And that doesn't just create divisions between us. It creates distance and alienation within ourselves. It's obvious why such a thing would create divisions. Divisions exist everywhere out there, according to these markers of worth. But we can also get so blinded by the need to chase after some marker of worth that we have given our, you know, we stake ourselves around some markers of worth that we value. And we, get, we can get so blinded by the need to get those markers of worth, we can lose sight of our true authentic desires our true authentic dreams, our true authentic selves can get covered up and lost because we're just so busy and blinded by these flashy and glitchy markers of worth. Kind of like what the play was talking about with the tree, you know, I want to be covered with gold and you know, be in an important place and be remembered. These things can overwhelm you to the extent that you lose sight of who you really are. You know what I mean, right? That can happen. And so these things can create alienation each other and from ourselves. And that's where the message of Christmas is so relevant in that he can deliver us from all that. 
this message that God became a baby, helpless, dependent, without power, without wealth, without any markers of worth, and died on the cross, condemned by the powerful and the privileged as a worthless criminal. And why all that? To establish the worth of every single one of us as equivalent to the life of God incarnate. That's powerful, isn't it? You are infinitely worthy because the life of God incarnate is infinitely worthy. Wouldn't you agree? If we are equivalent to that, then all of us are freed from the need to get more markers of worth to make ourselves just little, feel just a little better, like we matter, like we are worth it, like we have left our mark, or we have done this or done that, so that makes me worthy. That all just pales in comparison to the worth of life of God. Don't you think? That's just silly. You can get freed from all that need to be something. You are already something. You are already God's beloved. You are already worth the life of God. Hallelujah. Amen. That's the message we celebrate today. It frees us, ah, finally, to be as creative as we can be, to feel connected, and to feel like there's, we are never alone. Always God is with us, and we are with brothers and sisters together in God. These are gifts worth celebrating. Amen? Let's celebrate Christmas.